Speed, tree, 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 Oh, was that him? I don't know. How many fingers did he have? I'm sorry, I couldn't get the binoculars out in time. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Ooh. <clears throat> it's a good evening, a good good evening to talk about some comedy. What it do, what it do, is your boy and Will. And this is another episode of Trill Spill. And, uh... How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. This episode is, I'm going to get right into it, apparently. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a little high. Anyway, um, this is an episode that's an ode to Patrice O'Neill. And his stand-up special, Elephant in the Room, its impact on comedy as a genre and uh, just comedy in general. Um, We go a couple other places on here too, but mostly we're talking about Patrice and what he did. I I even went as far as to compare him to Biggie, but y'all will hear about that. Because he only had, he had a half-hour special, HBO half-hour special, and he had the one-hour special, Elephant in the Room. And he he died young. He died at 42 years old. Um, back, uh, it was about, that was coming up on 10 years, I think. But yeah, um, this particular set set that this hour set it was set to catapult him into stardom superstardom but he died less than a year later um it's a beautiful comic one of my favorites of all time um me and brock brolic are just gonna break down uh our favorite stories of him our favorite bits um and talk about some other things it's not just comedy on this one. We go everywhere with this conversation. But um, I'm going to get out y'all here. I'm going to chill the fuck out. Um, I'm going to go back to smoking this joint. Y'all enjoy this episode because it's a good one. All right. I'm out of here. Bye. Bye. Nope. I'm gone. I'm gone. Patrice was the guy. You know, he was he was a comics comic, which is, I think, the dopest thing that you can be. When, when the comedians love you, it's just a different nod of approval. I don't mind a little racism. <laughs> I don't mind a little I'm afraid of going to hell for being like a devout, wrong shit. Let's discuss harassment. It's not the subject. For a second. Nobody owns the subject. It's what you say about it. And what he had to say about everything he spoke about was absolutely only his. Think about what cheating is. Cheating is a guy going out trying to make himself happy without you knowing it because he doesn't want to make you upset. So really, it's for you. He was just always better than us. So whatever we were struggling with, he was beyond it. One of the funniest 
realest comics of all time. He's one of the greatest comedians to ever live. He's a first-round Hall of Famer. He wasn't the most well-known comedian in America because there's no justice. There's no justice. I mean, I know this documentary is supposed to be like, Patrice O'Neal, oh my God, one of the best, the greats. Are you trying to win? Patrice took it too far all the time. All the time he took it too far. But that was part of his charm. Oh my God, I'm finished. See that white woman there? I'm done. My career's over. She looked like she writes letters to the governor and shit. Patrice was a genius who constantly shot himself in the foot. This crowd stinks. I don't even see myself as an entertainer. Like, I realize I don't really like entertaining people. He said, be the truth at all costs. I thought I would have a white slave button. I thought... <laughs> Big old fat white girl gonna warm up better. Get upstairs, Susan. You know, he used to say this thing about, uh, you know, killing is easy. Once you learn how to kill as a comedian, killing is easy. Everybody in the room is laughing, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted the truth. Let's go over Elephant in the Room. You Who know did? Just? Skillsy did. Yeah, that dog. That, he gonna be ready then. And I'm ready. like, oh, you, yo, you fucking, you, you just rang up fucking bell because I literally just watched that <laughs> shit <laughs> the other day and I was watching, uh, uh, it was a white couple. Damn. Watching that shit. No, nigga, that, this is your to take home shit. I didn't know that, man. My bad, dog. <laughs> I didn't threw all the weed on the floor. Yeah, no, that's for you. I, I gave you trees and a bunch. Dang, man, you're a stand-up guy, man. But, <laughs> but damn, I feel bad now. You already got one rolled up? Yeah. Right That's what here. I was doing. I ain't even see that bit, dog. My bad, man. Keep talking, though. You, so, you, it's right up my alley. It's ringing my bell. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, literally, I had just watched a fucking shit about a, a white couple watching Elephant in the Room. For the first time. For the first time. And, bro. They laughed, and I was, it's still, like, to this, like, it doesn't still get old, shit right? to this shit. I've been watching it, but, bro, it's so funny as fuck, It's one man. of the greatest stand-up specials. I don't know if it's only because, like, he's like some big, he's like Biggie. You know what I'm saying? He didn't get enough time. You no, know what like, I'm saying? Like, shit, he didn't, man. like, when people put Big up there, it's like... I, I get mad at people when they be like, well, he only had Ready to Die in Life After this. So, But do you see what he did? With just those two projects, um, play it. We get to play it in the background while you're know saying while while we smoke it just and chop it up, cause this no, and, and from be, and like this one of those be, from beginning to the end. end. You know what I'm saying? All like there's the not one fucking part that you get fucking it, lost in it. It goes up and it just plateaus all the way through, and then he goes up right at the end, and then it's out. No, and then that's just that, that what YouTube shows is, you know, up up until where he talks about bitches egging a nigga, you know what I'm saying? And they, they don't play the rest of it, which if you if you got the rest of it, yeah. it's even greater because, you know what I'm saying? Like the bitch being like, oh, I just egged that nigga. Yeah, yep, <laughs> on, on As a matter of fact, that's not even this. Is it this? Yeah. I go just egg him on the head. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
I love that he says, uh, women, if you could rape us, you would. You would. <laughs> <laughs> Raping for time is a different fucking show. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but he says that. he's. But, like, even just this, that he comes first, he's I want to thank uh, 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 a pair of titties in the front row. It's like, thank you, audience coordinator. With these titties in the front row. He said... Uh, and he, no. was like, he was like, I, I wanted to come out and be like... Hur, hur, hur. But, uh, as, I'm like, hur, hur, hur. Oh, y'all here? All like, of those things are great. The fact that he started off his hour special with crowd work... <laughs> Before he even got into it, like he just saw titties, he saw that white girl, and he went off. Like that couldn't have been, you know what I'm saying? That whole first ten minutes couldn't have been written material. I mean, for me, I figured that he knew that there was gonna be a white lady with a black dude in the fucking audience if that he, he could fuck with. With and, and if he did, that just goes to show the the visionary genius that comedians have, because it's almost like. An artist writing a song for us to perform with them, you know what I'm saying? Like he's they're thinking that far ahead. Yeah, you know that's the shit about it. He's two steps ahead of you already oh. as he walks out the fucking stage. Exactly. Kid. And this is why all of his peers who knew him fucking say, "Bro, that nigga was the best." Bro. He you was. Know what I'm saying, and he and and he was. I keep making rap pre uh, references. But but rap and fucking rap wrestling and fucking comedy, and comedy stand up. Yeah. them niggas all fucking are are, are synonymous. They, they he he doesn't. I, I remember hearing Bill Burr talk about Patrice and saying he was like I I don't know if he wrote. I never saw him writing a notebook. I never saw I never saw that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure he wrote, but. It's it, what I always say is the 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 perfect the perfect sign. Exactly. Her name is Lourdes or Lourdes something, something goofy. goofy. can do when he's performing on stage is laugh at his own shit. When he realizes yeah. his own shit is so funny yeah. and he has to laugh at it. Exactly. And also, another um, sign of a great comedian is you're trying to figure out the whole time, did he make this up? Did he write this? Is he riffing? Is, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out what parts... Because you can't, you can't just do an hour special. You know what I love about him too is that He don't give a f like he didn't give a fuck about if the audience fucked with him or not. Right. He was gonna say whatever he had to say, and you follow me or you don't. You know what I heard him and say, and especially with the one lady that he in this special that he fucking you know what I mean that he that she said oh you gotta make me laugh and he's like bitch I don't, I don't know how to fucking make the miserableness out of I you mean, fucking and take it out of you and all yeah, that shit. I like that he says I heard him say once in Did an you? interview. That yeah, 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 we'll take some shots. Um, in an interview once he was saying it was two things that I'll never forget Patrice saying. He said 
They might look for you for, but the they, they look for you for eight minutes. minutes. <laughs> 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 and, uh, he said that he likes to he used to like to start the I love that domino effect is the, the one that they choose right next to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Ali is great. There's a lot of great black comedians that people don't, you know what I'm saying? Nigga Nate. Um, is it Johnson? Uh, I don't know, but let me say this real quick about what Patrice said. You think about that. Jackson. This is Nate Jackson. He said that, Patrice said that he likes to try and turn the crowd against him as soon as he comes out and then work and his then whole work set his trying to get him back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so the first thing he's going to say is going to be outlandish. But he also said, Salud. Salud. Mm. He also said, this was on that Paul Provenza, The Green Room, which is a great show. Um, when he was on there with Sandra Bernhard, Roseanne Barr, uh, Bob oh, yeah, yeah, Saget, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He said, Bro, this nigga fucking tore into Bob Saget. <laughs> oh, that nigga was hilarious. And Bob is great, such and a great sport. All of them niggas was like, well, He's right. Yeah, everything you're saying about me is true. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's what I loved about Bob Saget, though. I didn't. Bob Saget was a real one, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And and he was a comedian's comedian. That I love being able to say anything I want. Mm -hmm. I had to learn to stop caring about people not yeah. laughing because the, the idea of comedy really is not everybody should be laughing. Right. It should be about fifty people laughing and fifty people horrified. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's supposed to be people that get it and people that don't get it. People, for some reason, the people who don't get it have a lot more energy to say <laughs> you suck harder than the oh, yeah. people who love and you. And we only hear the one person that looks at us with hatred. But they usually also get up in the middle of your show and say, fuck you, and walk out. I've had that. I heard and that I, I you actually did fucked that someone. The, uh, uh, I heard that Sandra... <laughs> you have to stop worrying about your career. Is what you... Because you always I've say... I've stopped worrying about it. It's done. Mini-me. No... <laughs> Burn I'm Troyer. 40 with high blood pressure and diabetes. I'm finished. I'm the oldest dude during this show, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, I don't want the whole room laughing. Right. He wants you to be awkward. He wants you to think. He wants you to feel like, oh, shit, is he talking about me? Oh, shit, he's talking about this motherfucker right next to me. But you know what I'm saying? It's... it's mm. Like, I remember... It's, I, I, it's off topic, kind of, but I remember... Uh, this nigga Kevin Hart telling the story that this nigga oh, was doing a fucking nigga. doing a stand up and this nigga threw a phone book on the fucking him, stage. He said it was him and Rich Voss. <laughs> Read that. It'll be better your fucking set. <laughs> he said no. He said he said he. I remember telling this joke and a phone book comes flying on the stage. <laughs> Patrice threw a fucking phone book at me. I'm talking, this is the way at the Boston Comedy Club. It's people in a crowd. Tiny little place. All you heard was, and you sit back, it hits the floor. And I say, yo, what the, what the fuck was that? And Patrice said, read it. There's better material in it than what you're saying now. <laughs> Crowd starts laughing. Ugh. He's ugh. They all when I say <laughs> they used to trash me so bad. He's like one of the greatest things, and this is what a lot of comedians said about Patrice. One of the greatest things was getting him to laugh. If you got Patrice to laugh, 
Yeah. It was great. But he but Kevin Hart was like the worst thing would be hearing him say he said all he heard that night, he couldn't see them when they was throwing the phone books. <laughs> yeah. All he heard was Patrice going, Ugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I've heard I've heard Kevin Hart, I've heard Bill Burr uh Bill Burr and and uh definitely um What's the dude you just said? Uh, Jim Norton. Jim and, Norton. And I've Ritz heard of all three of them say, hearing the nigga, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh. this nigga, <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you just so, and Bill Burr says that they used to hate coming down to the cellar and like, you hope that when you get there that Patrice isn't there because they're, he's going to roast the shit out of you. So you try, he, Bill Burr used to say he used to try and come to the cellar with like five or six jokes ready to get them off of him because he knew as soon as he walked in they were going to try and eat him alive. They're going to talk about your shirt. They're going to talk about everything. Person that you ganged up on and yeah. then he would get he'd get you with something and then your friend just had to start laughing at you and then you Jesus. were done. Then you were done. And then they wanted Patrice to stop trashing them so then they would pile on with Patrice and then it was brutal. So then you'd have to try to get it off you onto somebody else. And you just, oh, it was, yeah. That's so awful. It's so every, awful. It sounds terrible. Every, no, but it, it made us better. I we used to go downstairs at the cellar, and they, you'd be upstairs, and you'd have some new bit, and somebody would hate your joke. <laughs> like, Keith would hate it, or Patrice would hate it. It Just as long as one person hated it, they would bring it up and start saying how awful a joke it was, <laughs> and then everybody would pile on, and then you have to be like, fuck you, I'm still doing the joke. And then you'd go downstairs to do the joke, and everyone would be standing Staring there. at you during your set, dude, and it was, uh, it was brutal. Wow. And, and even if you committed, and it got the joke got a laugh. Patrice had a laugh that w was so loud he could shut the crowd up. Yeah, and he knew <laughs> when to laugh. He just knew what he was doing. Yeah, he uh, he was he was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a nightmare. I yeah. loved him to death, but he when yeah. he was on you, it was a fucking nightmare. And it yeah. didn't yeah it didn't end when you went on stage. Right. It Jesus. was Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's why we look at all these fucking people now. Like, I can't even relate to them. Like, this whole new, the new thing. It's like nobody, tra I mean, I feel like this old guy. Like, hey, you know, we used to give each other shit. Oh, yeah. It wasn't supportive. But it was supportive because you were. Uh, no, you're helping each other out with that. Yeah. For sure. Well, that it certainly me... made, like, somebody heckling you after that point. Of sitting there having Norton, Keith, Voss, and Patrice on your ass at the same time. And then yeah. Kevin Hart came along. If you had all five of them trashing you, like when you went on stage and somebody heckled you, it was hilarious. Yeah, because that you you just dealt with fucking five of the professionals. Yeah, professionals, yeah, yeah. That's so professionals. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's you, what you're pressure. describing is so foreign to me in comedy. There were like, there were com comics who literally avoided going to the cellar just because of that, or they would they would just go downstairs and do their set and then they leave. They wouldn't go upstairs to the table. Really? Yeah, and the whole table came about, I think, because of Patrice. Because Patrice got kicked out of the club, so we loved him so much, we just would go where he was. So he would be like in front of the club, so we would all just go outside, and uh, they didn't know how to deal. And I remember they were telling him he had to leave, and he was just like, "Oh, else what?" He's like, "You'll never, ever, ever, never play this club." He's like, "He's like, I'm already kicked out of here, motherfucker," you know. <laughs> so we were all just laughing. So then they he got let kicked out of the club. Though, like the, out of the cellar, the cellar kicked him out. Why? I forget why. Okay. I forget why. He just for being Patrice, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in defense of them, they were probably right on a lot of levels. So he got kicked out. So 
but you know he was he was the he was the guy he was he held court so it's just so he was sitting out in front of the place so yeah. instead of hanging out up there we were then outside and then we were being loud the loudness was now out there and, and people was- were walking by and they were trying to bark and i don't know if they thought it was a bad idea so then what they did then they let him back in the club because because they realized they didn't have any power over him once they kicked him out. He yeah. was out there like, what else are you going to do? It's like a guy who has a life, like a life with no parole. He just yeah. stabbed someone in the shower. Yeah, what, yeah. are you going to stick me in the, really stick me in the cell, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, and he would be shitting all over him, and we would laugh our ass off. So then they let him back in the club, and then, then that's when they came up with the table because right. they were trying to contain it. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it, it, it was it was hilarious. It's like yeah. they put us on timeout, and when they didn't feel, hey, this is your table, you got a place to sit, and all that. Yeah. So then they stuck. <laughs> they would probably argue that this isn't true, but I'm, I'm convinced of it. So then we, we we sat down back there, and then it became then it was epic because then Manny, rest his soul, who was still alive, loved to argue in politics and that type of stuff. And then him and Patrice would go at it, and you had this guy who was just the greatest at, ever at making fun of your head mm-hmm. and your shirt and all your, and then with a the guy who was an unbelievably well-read guy, mm-hmm. and they would talk about world events. So you had this guy, you know, it, it, it was just, they were just epic battles, and, and, and then that's when the, the whole thing kind of took off, and like yeah. a tough crowd came out of that. Oh, right. Yeah, everybody, Geraldo was there. Sense, yeah. Geraldo, Colin Quinn, Nick DiPaolo, Jim Norton, Rich Voss, Patrice O'Neill, Keith Robinson, Bobby Kelly. It was insane. But... Him, Bobby Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Dane, I didn't know Dane Cook, Dane Cook yeah, I, was I, a part of their class, you know what I'm saying? But it's something about that Boston. Boston has like a a comedy spirit. Like it, it, I feel like you know how hip-hop, New York is the mecca. I feel like it's like that for comedy. Like yeah. stand, stand-up comedy, if you really trace the roots back, it was... um. It was those motherfuckers in in Boston, dog. Like they they. St- You're from oh. Roxbury, Massachusetts. Yeah. Now most Americans have no idea how racist Boston is. A lot of things I learned about racism that you don't learn unless you live in a place like Boston. It was a summer camp. I think I was ten, and this kid called me a nigger. This this little white kid called me a nigger and ran, and I chased him. And he ran to where there was adults, and I grabbed him. And when I put my hands on him, I got thrown out of camp. I, I'm like, he called me a nigger. It's like. Yeah, nigga. Uh, so I, I learned a lesson. And if you came down there and you wore the wrong shirt, it was fucking over. It was it was over. <laughs> I remember one time Keith wore the wrong shirt and we got him on so we start we just started to get on him so bad. He stood up and he ran out of the club. And I was so fucking mad. I was like, you can do that? I didn't know you could do that. I thought you just had to sit there and take it. Um you make it sound so much more fun yeah. than anything I've experienced doing. It's so, oh, it's so business it's depressing now. here. I remember when Jim Norton came down and he, he, he had his, his first CD. Mm-hmm. He goes, hey, I got me a new CD. And somebody said, hey, let me take a look at that. And they just broke it in half. He threw it on the <laughs> ground, poured a bunch of drinks on it. And it was just, and he he laughed his ass off. I would have died if somebody he did He laughed that, yeah. his ass That was the, uh, that was, it was really childish. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid you were standing anywhere with something in your hand. It was going to get slapped out of your hand. <laughs> it's right. Cell phones, bag of yeah. chips, anything. anything. Yeah. And it was it was always funny. It was yeah. so stupid. Sure. It was always funny. Well, what I was thinking is what you you what you're describing doesn't take me in my mind in my experiences to the world of stand up. That takes me to like 
middle school, high school. That feels like all the shit that I would do and did with friends in school. But in my uh, oh no, it was, it was experience. It was immature no. as hell, and it, yeah. nev- and it never stopped. <laughs> That's awesome. You'd be sitting at home, and you'd pick up the phone, and you'd just pick it up, and it would just be like somebody had someone else on three-way, and you'd be sitting at home, and they would just <laughs> trash you about something. I don't know what. I one night, Patrice took a night off, and everybody found out that he took a night off. And I think Norton and somebody else called, and they called him at home at like between their spots at like nine thirty at night. And he picked up the phone, mm-hmm. and they just, "What the fuck are you doing home at nine thirty on a Saturday?" And he just started roaring, laughing, and mm-hmm. they trashed him for like ten minutes and just hung up on him. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but don't you, I think that's a really good way. I think as comics, we're all inherently angry and sometimes jealous and mm-hmm. hate each other. Mm-hmm. I think our generation, we just talk shit. Behind each other's backs, as opposed to, to each it's other's just to being like yeah. "fuck you, you piece of shit," yeah, and then yeah. you get it out. Like Matt Fulshron said, that musicians are united by the bands they like, they have in common. Mm-hmm. Comics are united by the comedians they hate. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. No, it yeah. was a lot of fun, but I also, in all of that, we didn't write. We always laugh. We didn't write one script. We yeah. didn't pitch one show. So the funniest guys I ever met. Yeah, I yeah. ever met. Like they, they were. Uh, they were unreal. And Patrice was the king. Like you walked in, if he wasn't there, you were relieved. And there were nights yeah. when you were on a roll, and you know you were you were killing someone at the table, and then he starts walking in, like yeah. your heart would sink. Like yeah. oh fuck, here yeah. we go, <laughs> here we go, here we go. Now we're, now uh, it's the real deal. Dad's home. You yeah, know? yeah, man. God, we don't have that at all no. here. Eddie If said the funniest thing one time. He goes, dude. He goes, sometimes like I'll, I'll come walking into the cellar. And he goes, I'll be, he would, just as he walked in, Patrice would be killing at the table and then just see Eddie come in and be like, and just start yelling over at him. And, he, and Eddie said that I would literally think, fuck, he saw me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he used to do, I remember when the old Boston Comedy Club, one night he was trashing people so well. There was a firehouse right next door and the guys, you know, if there wasn't a fire, they'd just be hanging out there and they were dying laughing after an hour of Patrice trashing everybody, taking on all comers. One of the firemen went up Patrice and said, "Good set." It was, it was awesome. Like, and he got such a kick out of that. Yeah, like, yeah. he was uh, standing outside. That was right around the corner from, uh, which is now like a fucking wine bar or something. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Oh, that's fucking. That's am- uh, and one of the funniest things, by the way, because we have a lot of obviously stand-up fans. God damn, his his uh, original HBO half hour is. Fucking amazing, Patrice's. Oh, yeah. It's so good, and he's he got just, that. He's got the Showtime. He's one. got the Showtime one, and then he's got the Elephant in the Room. He's got Mr. Com- P. Yes, Mr. P. There's, everything's great, but uh, the great thing about watching that um, that HBO half hour is that it's all like every bit starts with like provoking, unlikable statements, and like you could tell it's not an audience. It's like. We're on board with whatever you say. Mm. He says something, and they're like, huh. And then he kills <laughs> with that. Like, he says something that they're not, like, necessarily in agreement with, and then destroys the room. And then that bit ends. He says something else, and they're like, huh. And then he fucking kills with that. It's amazing. He's fucking no. to- it's totally amazing. He probably made the most people cry from stage I've ever, ever really? seen. Really? Yeah. He would just... He just Relentless with when he got on somebody, I bet, right? Like when no, but but he wasn't malicious though, right? That was the thing, he wasn't malicious, like he never went after anybody, like in the crowd. That, but if somebody was annoying him, it was it was it was over, really? and, and they uh, that's one of the things I, I miss most about him is 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 
that experience of getting to see somebody meet him for the first time and just, you know, they always thought, all right, he's this big dude. They always are looking for him to get physical. So they never saw, you know, that he was going to come at them the way he did. And he would all oh, right. Oh, it was hilarious. I just think timing is everything. Like, nigga, this it. This, this one right here. That ain't easy to stay motivated, stay inspired. I owe it to myself, stay down on it. And it ain't been hard throughout the journey. It's been a journey. Took off, took off, like when uh, what's your boy's name? That took uh, the, that the first dude to get, um, not David Till, man. Damn dog, it's the dude that's on um, in Reservoir Dogs. He's on the radio while uh, he's the DJ on the radio before um, no, that's Pulp Fiction, I think. Anyway. It was this one comedian that had got a Johnny Carson spot. He was the first one. Oh, man. He's got... As a matter of fact, no. The guy on the couch and half-baked. What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. was, he, what is his name? Get Go to the Google Box. Get the Google Box out. But he was the first... Like, like after the, he was and a part of the resurgence. Fuck, man. Yeah, that deadpan shit. That, I think it's Steve... Steven, Stephen Wright, I want to say. That's something right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But until he got on, because like, Dangerfield and all of them were a group, that was a, another school of comics. Eddie Murphy, all these niggas. Yes, the, you were right. 
It was Stephen Wright. Right on, right on the money. Bet, bet, bet. There's, there was, you know what I'm saying, with, with that Boston shit, they kind of like brought comedy back. Like they made it to where it wasn't commercial. Cause they, and, that, and that was the shit about it. But the, 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 everybody who wasn't from Boston that was doing it was from New York. You know what I mean? Yep. Because you think about... You and trying to go to L.A. To, to blow up and get a show. You think about the Eddie Murphys, the fucking... Um, you can name anybody, really, from back then. Uh, George Carlin, oh you know what I'm saying? God. Dog. It's such a beautiful thing. Like, I was explaining um, to my girl the other day. Like, do you understand how gifted you have to be to stand up in front of strangers for an hour and then tell them everything they don't want to hear? And if you're good, if you're really good, you could kind of give a class <clears throat> on society or uh, you can when when when, uh, when like when Dave talks his shit and he, you know what I'm saying that he's pissing people off. Like I, I was telling her about how um, that Chris Rock slap mm-hmm. really exposed like comedy as like the true entertainer because he gets slapped right he doesn't fall down you know what i'm saying first of all people forget chris rock is from brooklyn nigga he's not you know what i'm saying he's not scared he got slapped he was like all he did was say damn i just got slapped by will smith you know what i'm saying but he didn't no, not only did he, did he not fucking say but you know what i mean like as a comedian the first thing that he thought of, what was the funniest thing that I could come Make for a the joke and say, I just got slapped by Will Smith. You and know then the rumor erupts again. He just got slapped and they laugh at that. But when I told my girl, I was like, you think about how gangster a comedian has to be. I was like, and I got this from Dave Chappelle. I heard him say once, he was like, for comedians, we're the opposite of every other performing artist. With with music and shit, like the person you get on stage, that's that person turning into that person. With comedy, the person on the stage is the real person. When you're with or around a comedian when he's not on stage, they're not like they are on stage. But the person on the stage is the real them. They, they're not going to be in their real life, though, uh, unless they're with other comedians. They're not going to be cracking jokes all the time. They're not going to be as outspoken you know what i'm saying but the with comedy the person on the stage with the mic that's the real them with every other genre of entertainment we're getting somebody who is transforming into the performing artist yeah as you know what i'm saying as opposed to this artist is a, a comedian is dealing with all of these things in their mind every day, all day. You know, know what I'm saying? It, but, but, you know what I'm saying? What's funny about that shit, as you say, you know what I mean, is, you know, we talk about fucking rappers, and, you know what I mean, like, well, a rapper, you know what I mean, you got fucking Jay-Z, but you have Sean Carter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, Sean Carter goes on stage and becomes Jay-Z. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Earl Marshall Simmons gets on stage and becomes DMX. DMX. Right. That's what Fucking, that's perfect. Um, I'm glad you're doing this. 
Eminem, Marshall gets on stage and becomes Eminem. But you know what I'm saying? With with comedy, it's you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm matter of fact, I'm fucking yeah, I'm fucking Richard Pryor, I'm Eddie Murphy, I'm fucking George Collin. But when I get on stage, I'm giving you even I mean, that, more I'm that Eddie Murphy, amplified. George Collin. You know yes, and then when you see me after, like I've done it. I've done it. I you know what I'm saying? I when you get off stage, you feel one of two emotions. You feel energized or you feel drained. Because you're taking in and you're giving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you you're 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 reacting. You know what I'm saying? Everything's on the fly, but this is also rehearsed. So it's like you're trying to you that that medium where you're weaving like that reality with fantasy, like you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, why is this making me laugh? I know he's talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. And you can remove yourself. That's why I love what Bill Burr says. He was like every joke, you know what I'm saying? No, that wasn't that wasn't Bill Burr. It was uh Patton Oswalt. He was like cause it, 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 I would say it's fucking uh and, and I don't even know what you the point you're about to make. Uh-huh. What I'm thinking of is um, Bernie Mac. Is once again, I say the shit you, you want to say. say yeah. but you know what I'm saying? And I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know the origin of that story right yes, now? Yes, I do. That shit is so great, it's y'all. It's fucking epic. Man, look, we'll, we'll tell y'all real quick. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. I'm going to tell you something straight off the motherfucking press. I ain't coming from no foolishness. The Def Jam audience was different. Okay. And I was on the only show. Somebody got booed. It had to be with Bernie Mac because it right. was. Uh, no, it wasn't Bernie. That's why Bernie did what he did. Right, Bush Burns. I didn't want to say that. From DC. What's wrong? I'm saying Bush Burns got booed. I, people have paid me. Bush Burns got booed. I'm not saying it to. I mean, I mean that's, and, that's history. After that, a young lady came on and they heckled her and she walked off stage. Well, I, didn't, I didn't hear that part. Suzanne. Oh, Suter. Yes. Yeah. Suzanne Suter got booed. <laughs> man, you bring everybody name. Like, you was horrible, man. You're a terrible. This guy, terrible individual, man. <laughs> no, no, but but because I remember, I, now tell me I'm correct. It was a long time ago. They told us we're taping five, five people, but we only going to show four. Right, somebody was going to make it. Well, they ain't wasn't good. Was going to be. Get, but they might have put you on another show if you were that funny. The only time slotted was for four. Okay, that's what so it was. So chances are you're going to be bumped to another show. Right, right. But right. in this case, Chris went up, knocked out the park. I stand yeah. ovation. Roaches, man, break it up, break it up, y'all, break it up, break it up, y'all. And after the next two got booed, Bernie's backstage pacing like yo. Martin, do something. This ain't right. This ain't the Apollo. And Martin turned him and said, if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be here. No. Yes, sir. So Martin told Bernie, yes, man? Yes, sir. And I'm sitting there like, Bernie's my idol. Right. And for him to tell Martin to do something, then he said, you from New York, Hamburg, you do something. I said, technically, I'm not from New York. Oh, wow. You weasel. Yeah. And I <laughs> said, they, they might boo me because they heard my material before. So when I went out there, that's why I was like, who else want to play? And I thought I did something. I turned it out. I right. got people... And Bernie went out there in seven minutes and did something I never saw in comedy in seven minutes. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. But you know what, so it's such a beautiful moment because Kid was on his side. Knew when to hit this thing at the same time too.
motherfuckers. That was just magic going together because they didn't rehearse that. You know, it wasn't that rehearsal. Was comedy magic. magic. Yes, yes. To have my boot in front of you, you go and tell everybody you ain't afraid of him. And a lot of people didn't realize what he was doing. They probably just thought of New York just to be right. New York. And but that's he, why everybody yeah. in the audience was screaming because they, I ain't scared of you. Right, right. <laughs>
Patrice was ridiculous. Patrice could actually insult them all the way into the bedroom. That's so wow. crazy. And they would just be walking in going, I know, I know, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the broken girls. And broken girls you can always manipulate. Sure. At Listen, any don't. Level, right? No, let me tell you. <laughs> it's still work. Yeah. It's just something that women want to understand because you guys yeah. don't have to convince people to have sex with you. No. It's one of the great things. Yeah. That's, but like yeah. Uh, Bobby Kelly back in the day, phenomenal. At talking to chicks? Phenomenal. Really? Phenomenal. No, I, like there were legends in New York. I was not part of that crew. You were not in the legend crew? <laughs> no, dude. Come on. I, Ron, I look like Ron Howard. It was like I just always <laughs> had to work. But, uh, <laughs> uh, there, yeah, there was. I don't, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know. But Patrice, Patrice, I had heard about. I mean, even a few like, years ago, about his, uh, you know, I mean, I knew he was gifted, obviously. I mean, you hear him on, hear his stand-up on shows, but I heard stories about him with women, about how no, amazing. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It made no sense. And he was, so, he, he was so good at making them uncomfortable that they ignored all of his imperfections that were just right in front of their face. Like, yeah. so one time... We were sitting, I know I've told this, I think I told this one on Opie and Anthony, uh, we were sitting down the cellar. This was one of his classics, and there was th- three women, and they were excited, and it was a loud bar, and they were talking. So, you know, women, when they talk loud, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just, he just yelled over at one. He's like, ma'am, miss, ma'am, ma'am, and she finally looks over, she's gorgeous. And he go, and she, she's like, what? And he goes, your voice. <laughs> she goes, is it loud? And he goes, it's piercing. <laughs> and, and we just started laughing at her. And it took her a second to regroup. And I don't know what happened. Five minutes later, all three of them, gorgeous, are standing around Patrice. And he has them auditioning to see who has the best phone sex voice. And they're wow. doing it. Unreal. Because he had them all convinced that despite how they looked, their, their voices were so annoying that most guys actually secretly didn't like them. Wanted them to shut up. Wow. And didn't want to hear their opinions. Yeah. And they bought into that. Yeah, and next thing you know, they're trying to prove to him that they can be sexy, and they were like, you know, they were all nines, yeah, d- wow. like in a nine in New York too. Yeah, 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 super smoke. Yeah, that. so yeah. that was uh, incredible. I saw one time walked up to a girl, and she was go- she was gorgeous, and she had this little scar on her forehead, mm-hmm. and he comes walking up with his big stupid finger. She was sitting down, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he goes, "I like that," and he pointed right at her scar, and she was like mortified. And and, that, and that's just how we would. St- you just started off balance with him, yeah. And then he just kept pushing your shoulder at verbally every time you would start to regain your footing. He would find something else, and he would just trash you for an hour. And then you. I heard another story about Patrice where they said that a, you could. You know what I'm saying? He would roast whole groups of women just because of one woman. Like if like him and his homeboys are chilling. And this group of women walk by, and we try, and he tries to talk to one. Where I rolled this blunt, this fucking nigga. That shit took half of the blunt to burn, right, nigga? I don't want it. I don't want it. But it's good right now. Yeah, now, now, because now that we're past the halfway point, (laughs) now it's warmed up. Oh. (laughs) Wait, they said that uh. Patrice would try like if if you if if it's one stank, stank one he would t- like he would he wouldn't roast that one he would talk pussy to beaming the, you know what I'm saying I love that <laughs> I love that I'm probably gonna put that you know what I'm saying but no he said that uh, uh I knew that dude Mark Hackey did it that Mark Hackey's the other Scott Peterson but he he didn't get away with it he admitted he did it right away he just couldn't take the pressure but I knew he did it immediately. 
because he was on TV crying, being dishonest. He was on TV, <laughs> please, please, help me find my missing wife, please. And I was like, that motherfucker killed his wife. <laughs> Why? Because no man cries over his missing <laughs> wife. That's not enough. We don't like you like that. I'm a party for a week before I be like, hold up, hold up, turn the music down. This bitch is missing. Hold up, yo, you see this bitch? Where's she at? The bitch is a pile the fuck up. I, I, where's she at? His reaction wasn't honest. We do not like you like that. Here's me tell you what would happen if you came up missing. First, a day go by, he's like, she's cheating on me. The second day, we don't even think about you. We start thinking about ourselves, like, oh, they're going to think I killed this motherfucker. <laughs> so the whole second day, you're like, God damn, I should call the cops, but they're going to think I killed this, but I didn't kill her. So the third day, you call her, like, oh, uh, officer, my wife is, I, I, am I calling too, too early? She's been missing for three days. Is that too early to call you? I, how did I notice she was gone? Well, I, I haven't been miserable for the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, the bitch is missing. You feel that shit? I'm asking to talk to the fellas. Did you feel that just now? Did you feel the vaginas? Like, you feel that shit? It's funny, like, I love that shit when the pussies just, like, did you feel how the moon just stopped? When the pussies just, they give you the pussy beam. You feel it when they just look at you, like, like I'm supposed to stop what the fuck I'm want to say and shit, and they just, they just. And it happened all at the same time. You feel them? Like pussy powers activate. Form of, form of a giant pussy, shape of a billy club. Look, don't be upset about it. Do, do your job. That's your job is just to make men's fun miserable. <laughs> your job is to when motherfuckers is right at that cusp of having a great time, y'all just fuck it up. <laughs> Look at all the guys sitting straight ahead, looking straight ahead, not even giving the bitch peripheral. She, niggas ain't even like this, because they know the pussy bean. That's what y'all do. As soon as y'all get to something y'all don't like, it's just shut it down. But really, fundamentally, on a, just on a primal level, we don't like you. We don't <laughs> like you. We don't ever want to really see you. It, like, you never heard four guys hanging out at a party, right? And one, one of them goes, you know what would make this party even better? <laughs> if my girl was here. She's funny as a motherfucker. <laughs> and the only reason you get that we don't go get the fuck out of here is because you, you, women are the worst terrorists there are. <laughs> Worse than Al-Qaeda, because this is what y'all do. You hold a pussy hostage and threaten to kill it if we don't listen to your horrendous nonsense. 
and you make it read a letter. The pussy be reading the letter. <gasps> Please. <laughs> Please listen to a story where she's gonna kill me and you'll never see me again. Look at him, look at him, look, 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 look. This posture, this ain't good when girls do this. Girls do that. He hates women. He hates women. Somebody gotta tell you. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Here's a question. Here's a serious question. Okay, ladies, if you didn't have a vagina, like say it was a terrible train accident, right? And the doctor was like, we have to remove your pussy right away or you're gonna die. How would you keep your man past, you get a two month guilty, I can't leave the bitch right away because she just lost a pussy in a train accident. <laughs> can't just walk right out on her. How would you keep your man past that if you didn't have a vagina? Wow. Nothing? You can talk. You can talk. Suck his dick. Okay. Mouth. Asshole. Okay. Great. You see what I'm saying? Now, I've been getting pussy beamed the whole show, right? But I give women the opportunity to say, I'm going to make myself worth more. But you just classified yourself as a series of holes. But, but I, you know, I'm... I'm supposed to treat you special, but you're just a bunch of holes to yourself. No one said learn how to play Xbox, learn how to play pool, tell better stories, get another bitch that got a pussy to come on in. Well, look, whatever. Because uh, we got to talk about the pussy bean. Um, he said that instead of roasting the one woman, he would just make the other three aware. Like, he, she was like, y'all, she's bringing y'all stock down right now. She's got no sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, like instead of being like, look you, bitch, and all that shit we talked about in that one episode, like, the things that women say that niggas do, he would holla at you, and then, if you weren't interested... No, the, and I've seen this nigga... He could make fun of you and then still get your phone number. No, there's just shit about it. I seen this nigga fucking have a, like, a... a, a is a that chick. another shot? It is. Hold your thought. Let's take... So, now we used to call him Bruiser. Uh, you know, wasn't uh, just a nickname because that's kind of what you give guys when they're... 66350 360 you know what i mean you give them big guy names you know you give them big rough and tough names so you know this was the spot his house pretty much became the meeting spot yeah story after story telling yeah. joke after joke you know comedy kind of was his thing you know bruiser big as he is you know dude wasn't the wasn't the sexiest dude you know what i mean but he had the gift of gab he had That's a mouthpiece it. I've been fat all my life, so funny used to, it was a defense mechanism all the time. You walk in the room, and I used to go, I'm going to get a motherfucker before you get me. And I, I, I liked pretty girls, and I found out that I can laugh my way into some pretty pussy. I remember times where 
we're wondering like how to break ice, how to like, you know, approach, you know, females or whatever. Yeah. Bruiser would kind of like slice through all of that. Like, hey, yeah, it's whatever, you know? You know? He really, said hello to you, better say hello back. If you, study, you don't least, say hello and try to get at least, fancy with it, oh, he least, jump all over you. At least. He'd, and he'd and it wasn't it the typical fuck you bitch. Mm -mm. You know, it wasn't mm -mm. the typical. He had to get wasn't personal. That. He'd get it was, completely personal. It was like, I'm going to look wearing, at your shoes, what you're wearing, you're walking, right, Like, I know why you're here. With her. Your hairdo, you know what I mean? She driving, hey, you know? she's making your whole team look bad, bad you, you know, know what I mean? Like, man, just exactly. roast her, roast her. <laughs> yeah. Take the shot. Salute. Mm. You didn't say salute with me, but it's all right. I guess it's implied. It's your house. You don't have to. It's, it, it kind of is, you know what I mean? It's implied. Mm. And I'm like like eight saludes in front of you, you know what I mean? So, oh, man. You need to relax. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. But what were you saying? You were talking about... So, no, but you know what I mean? And I've listened to this nigga do, like, talk to a chick on the fucking, you know, show... And who has a, like a total like opposite opinion of what his whole thought process Ideology, is, philosophy, everything, and turn them into the point where you know at the beginning of it, it was like, oh, are you so misogynistic, blah blah blah, to the point that at the end of it they were so giggly, and, <laughs> and that, you know what I'm saying? And they get him, and dog, you know what? I've, 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 and he could have totally fucked them. He could have totally fucked them at uh, that point. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like without a doubt. That was, I learned that on a general level in life, they always say, like, the key to a man's heart is, 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 his, stomach. is his stomach. But with women, if you can make them laugh, it doesn't matter if you're quote-unquote attractive or not. They like you. Because women like to laugh and they like to think they want to, you know what I'm saying? They want to be put on this shit. And they like a dude that can do that. That's why Patrice was like that. Bro, I mean, I'm going to fucking throw this conversation way the fuck off. Dude. Oh, Lord. <laughs> is that one pair of socks or is that two pair of socks? Oh, it's two pair of socks so the other one doesn't fucking... <laughs> you know what I'm I do that a lot, though. But remember, remember that day I told you that I'd be matching on other levels. Uh, this, first of all, these these black socks, these black ankle socks, they're thin as fuck. Okay, that's why I have on the other socks. <laughs> but the but, others, and then but the other but see, socks, the other socks are you know what I'm saying for when you think of thin socks, right? You think of socks that come to the level about where the white socks the ankle come, is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when when you tell me that the the black socks are even higher up, you know what I mean. That's, that's just, but look, this is the this is my thing coordination wise, and we're gonna leave this in. I'm not even gonna edit this dumb shit out. <laughs> look at me head to toe. Black, white, shades of gray. And who are you talking to? Exactly. You know I mean? We we match right to? now on accident. If I don't wear these though, the only black I have is the slides. Which would work? Not necessarily, I because think I, you think that you're gonna say, "What's that mean?" You're neurotic ass, like, maybe. I am, no, I'm like, right, right. But no, but that's what I told you. Like I used to like I, I match different ways. Like sometimes I'll match, like 
Um, no, you know how much I fucking. I feel crazy right now because I have a Nautica ass. And, as much as I love him, and I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you wearing this right now? And what's funny? What's funny? What does he be wearing that you don't like? But this nigga, like, you talk about your son, right? Yeah, man. And what's funny about his mom's is. His mom's was the same way that I, you know, there would be times that I was like, no, 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 no. you're not leaving. You can't leave the house like, like this, the, you know what I mean? Not. Go fucking, this doesn't match. Go fix that, you know what Straight I mean? Straight up. And it, but this thing is the same. But like this thing comes out with shit. And but but I think that's just his general. I don't I don't know if it's then, his connection with his mom's or the fucking it might be generation. Both. It might be both. But because them niggas come out because this nigga, you know what I'm my saying? My daughter, fucking, my daughter does the same shit. Like she dresses very like. Punkish, like she chooses what she's gonna wear. She, but see, she but don't it, have even if that, but if that was your, if that was your thing, you know what I mean. If mm-hmm. you were punk mm-hmm. and you dress a certain way, then it's because you're punk. These niggas are not punk, and I don't understand what the fuck. But it's doing still kind of, but it's still kind of hip hop because that's it's a going against the grain. What you think is that because hip hop is that. Yeah, hip. You know what I'm saying. Hip hop is black punk rock music. But it was still so and more stylish. I, but no. But I don't. But I don't. But but see, each generation does their own little thing to it, and what they're doing looks like the early '80s to me. What our kids are doing, no. to me, it does oh, because yeah. it's like it's, I'll give it to you. It's, it's shit that me. don't. No. Shit that we that that is not the norm. It's like a rebellion type shit. See, my shit is all right. This is this is how you test, and, and you know, say the shit. To this me, is why I tell be, people this is the way podcast is supposed to really be. I'm not supposed to be reading topics. Yeah, no, off okay. of a piece of and that, paper. This is what what started with why we. Started not saying that, that there's anything wrong with anybody that does read topics off a of piece of paper and in in and, and is very. Like, we love everybody. Yes, yeah, very structured. We enjoy those podcasts too, but. I think podcasts should be conversations and you can end that, up But this anywhere. is why we started the podcast in the first fucking reason. Yes, you're right. Because you're right. we had so many great conversations amongst About them. About random shit. Somebody needs to listen to this because I feel like they would love <laughs> We're it. We're robbing the world of, of these two minds. <laughs> and this is... So, if you look up the 730 podcast to this day, the description of the podcast is great weed conversations. You know <laughs> That's I mean? all because it is. And it's that's really all what it is. All the shows are. And, and great mine, conversations. I think Trill Spill is using a little bit of comedy, a little bit of music to expose our um to expose our own bullshit. I mean but you see Trill Spill will always for me it's a show that it it's you know what I'm saying, it'll make you laugh, but at the at the end of the day the, the most important thing that it does is it makes you think. Oh, thanks, thanks, Brock. Brock. You know what I mean? It, the it, it, it makes you think, and 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 that's a great thing to do is make people think. If if, if it's about anything, is to you know expand your thoughts and yeah. and shit like that. It, anything that does that is a good thing. Ironically, I think that that's what seven thirty does too, because to me, that's what conversation does. It sparks thought. It's like, damn, I didn't even think about that yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? And now we talking like we started talking about Patrice, I think, I, the, and the now we're thing, talking about this. The only thing the difference between seven thirty and Trill Spill is Trill Spill does make you think in a way that is thought provoking, whereas fucking seven thirty <laughs> is it makes you think 
in a very silly ass way. You right. Know what I'm and saying? on accident. We Everything didn't really that mean. is silly. We, we, we took something that was serious and we just found yeah. it as silly as, as like, possible. And, and if y'all niggas have never listened to uh, or watched the fucking. Um, 730. No, 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 no. I know no, you're no. not saying 730. I'm just saying. You're not talking about 730. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying I'm just the saying fucking. 730. Um, 730. 730. <laughs> the fucking. Uh, where we do the people of Walmart. Oh, the the photo flip. The joint? photo flips. With, yes. Uh, with me, you and Khan. You, me and Khan. You, me, Babs, Babs? and fucking Willie and, and fucking. Uh, uh, you're Willie. Yeah, I know. Um, fucking Skillsy. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Only, so, dog, I, I, I noticed the other. And there's day. one that I that, that that I still have the recordings of, but I've never actually released Post it. it. You ain't never put it out. You ain't never drop it. I might have lost the fucking uh, the, the audio too, but what are you talking about? Which one are you talking? But no, it's just a photo. The, the last photo flip that we did was it was <laughs> it was of of these all these stupid ass pictures that I fucking found on the fucking internet and and then uh, mug shots. Oh man, and we just roasted motherfuckers. Yes. We just talked shit. Yeah, about and I don't what I don't know if it was just you, me, and Khan, or you, me, Khan, and Babs, but the, one was, of them was just me, you, and Khan. I think it was the Walmart one, and then I think the the one with Babs and Con was the mugshot shit. Okay. Because um, no, because it was it, matter of fact, yeah, it was because it was we were doing like the one year anniversary or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that crazy? We've went from it took us two years to start our individual podcasts. You just roll another one, man. I roll it. I roll another one, man. Just, <laughs> just, just roll another one. Who said I was offering that? Oh, I, I, well, 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 yeah, well, yeah he, gave, he gave me an L. You know what I'm saying? But no. Oh, yeah, we got time for that. Yeah, um, I was going to say, we, we may not have time for that. We got time for that. Yeah, I mean, we don't got time to do that. But, um, the, but I remember... a grape or a regular green? Regular green. No, no. You know what? I'm really getting away from uh, the blunt so much, dog. I know you are. You told me that shit the last time. Yeah, man. I, like, I've been on papers for years. Like, almost going on a decade. But, um... I All smoke blunts with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just gave me mini styles. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like, I gave you everything I'm, that you need to succeed. At <laughs> one time. All the tools. All the tools. Don't be a fool. Uh, ain't that crazy? Because that's a metaphor. That's a metaphor like a motherfucker. And I'm telling you why. This is life. So a bitch hands you... A tray, right? You, yo, yo, dumbass. You can hold it with one hand, but I'm holding this with two. Then you hand me one other thing. Oh shit! Then you hand me another thing. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start getting. This is information. Yeah. All these things you're handing me are information. I somebody laid problem. it out. <laughs> yes, but no, but but that's what it is on a on a physical level. But on a psychological level, even on the I gotta, level, I gotta to, figure out, to figure out exactly. how am I gonna take. But it over, it could overwhelm me. Like damn dog, I got all this stuff that you're Absolutely. giving me right now. Yeah. Like what, what the fuck? But really, you have to. Shoo, all I have to do. But that's the shit. You is know, one you, thing. Every situation that you face in life is like that. You know, so you can rise to the occasion or you can crumble under the pressure. You right. know what I mean? So, right, right. And it's all like you said. It's all figuring out 
that like no nigga this is just it's just this it's not no no you're 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 tripping like it's just take one blunt out of there like take your time and that's the difference between success and failure you know what I mean like you know it, you could either like you could either just fucking realize that the shit that oh 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 okay it is just as easy as this that I can fucking do or you just crumble but nigga I gave you a blunt splitter so that you didn't have to do it you're right you're right and anyway, I was just talking about how you gave me all <laughs> yes, the tools I gave you all the tools now that's a, that's the it's, it still fits cause we do that you're the nigga that still I, fucking you know and I'm hard headed and bang, then bang. I'm mad when it takes me longer I'm not being or it's, somebody's not yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> bam See how I still caught the beautiful, outstanding job, sir. But yeah, man, shit crazy, man. It, all these things, basically, what I'm telling you, while he goes and gets his drink, I, he, I'm gonna roll up. Obviously, that's what we talking about. Smoking with trees, but he gave me the tray, then he gave me a blunt pack. With blunts, then he gave me a blunt pack that had guts to empty the guts into when I split the blunt. Then he handed me the blunt splitter, and then what he was talking about is me getting ready to try and so I've given. He gave me all the tools that I needed. Every single thing was handed to me, but it made me a little uncomfortable at first because it was a lot of items, a lot of individual items, and it kind of you know what I'm saying. That sometimes that's we can get overwhelmed. In life, by the things that happen and how we feeling and shit like of that nature, and you, you, and you just have to slow down like, and realize that really, there's only there's only one thing. I gotta roll up this one blunt, and he's giving me everything, so I just have to get organized. I have to put this thing down, put this down, move this out the way, make room. Oh shit. I can still, and then I still might need it. And then I might still have a tool that I don't even want to use. He gave me a blunt splitter, and I, and right in front of him and the blunt splitter, started using my thumbs. Disrespecting the blunt splitter. And, right, and that we, I feel like we do that to God when he gives us all the tools. That's, that's. And then we have the things right in front of us. would fucking flip it and make it, yo, that's some real shit right there. You just he get,
puts us, he gives us that, and they're like, nah, I'm not gonna use. I appreciate you. Like, we're bringing that back. We haven't done that. Dog, I remember when you and Cece, we had, we did that hip hop episode, <laughs> and you and Cece was killing that shit, and then we, and then, dog, I missed the, I think the entire. All the good folks in Trill Spill missed the, the snaps. We need to go. I mean, uh, I've been deep diving the old episodes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up, I listened to the two Thanksgiving joints that we did. Oh, shit. I, I went back and listened to the uh, the old um, Halloween joints. Well, uh, we, 7.30. We've done and, great uh, fucking episodes. And shout out to you because you know what I'm saying. Then now, now since you gave me my flowers about my podcast earlier, I'm gonna tell you. Tell, I'm gonna give you yours. Remind me that I gotta tell you something about uh, my family and our family shit. Well, how, is that part of what you what I just cut no, you off about? No. So All just right. you know. Well, with seven thirty, like if anybody if anybody knows anything about seven thirty podcast and. About the co-hosts, we hate lists. <laughs> we hate lists. Seven thirty podcast. Brock Brolic is the king. Now we don't have a hundred and something episodes of lists. No, it's not like that. But every now and then, because he knows we hate lists, he finds lists of the <laughs> lamest topics. As as lame as he can, just to piss us off. Uh-huh. But we always we talk shit about the list, and then we do exactly what he wants us to do, yep. and and talk about the list. But the thing I love about Seven Thirty Podcast is that even though like you tried to like you you tried to like you when you gave me my flowers, you you talking about thought provoking and shit. Yeah. Well, what I loved about it. Is that no no what what I no matter what you're gonna do what interests you <laughs> and we, you know what I'm saying even if it means that me and Babs are going to talk <laughs> shit to you you're gonna take the L just because you like this topic. <laughs> Of conversation. Oh, you guys hate lists? I've got a perfect list. I'll give you a little insight into that shit that I would (laughs) literally think of things and say, what do I like that they fucking can't stand? (laughs) But I know that they will talk bad, great shit. I know that the conversation about why they don't want to talk about this is going to be so good that I want to bring this fucking shit up. You know what's crazy? Is as you were saying that, I'm thinking, how shitty are me and Babs <laughs> that we're so negative yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you have to, to get, you know what I'm saying, to, to fuck with us. Yes. You have to do something that you know we won't like to get the best out <laughs> of us. Like you were saying that to because me, because the best out of y'all and and, and murder, murder's the, murder's the same that, way. That, that, he, that he's, he's like the that fucking too. unwitting. He's the star king. of my fucking whole. Project. He doesn't like to admit it, or and, he doesn't like to accept it. I'll, I'll say that he probably, but I'll I don't know if he that. even sees it. That, that, that why I fucking make him be on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I literally force him. And yeah. on the show, if you listen to the show, uh, Seven Thirty Dual Iron Mike, especially, especially, that I force him to be on this fucking show, and he <laughs> lets you know that he was forced, and he to does be not want to be here, but he's there though. But he's there every fucking show. That's what makes him a great friend. For number one, 
But you know what I'm saying? It, it's what makes him the. Let's the, take one last, the one last shot, man. The opening star of let's like. Let's do this show. shot, the friendship, nigga, because you're talking about friend shit right now. So this is the friendship, but because it's only because you started talking about friend shit. Sure, brother. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. You know what I'm saying? It's not because you're an alcoholic and you just want to know this shot. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I only drink with you, and that is that is like blood raw. You know what I'm saying? Hand on the Bible shit. I don't. I, I never take shots anywhere. You're not the only fucking person that's told me that too. I, Should you know, I find out after feel the like, shot? What's wrong with me? The, the, I'm the only person that, that and, fucks people. And like you said earlier, like, no, nigga, I'm like seven saludes in. You didn't even need me <laughs> to get to get your salute on. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, the salute. Should I spy up now or spy up after the shot? What? That's some New York shit like a motherfucker. You sound like Colin Quinn right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You didn't even say the go, but I heard go. But you didn't, there's no O in what you just said again. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. But that was go ahead for anybody. I know everybody knows it, but you don't know why you know it. But anyway, um, nah, fuck that. Because you supplied it, I rolled it, I'll roll up after we take the shot. Damn, are you, what you overflowed it? Salute. Uh, yeah, I did. No, man. Salute. Mm. I was working this bit out. Tell me what you think about this. Because I just did it. I don't know what I was listening to, but I heard a motherfucker say, uh, as a matter of fact, it was our boy. Remember when I sent you that clip the other day? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was his shit. He was like, uh, so good. Uh, Ralph, uh, what's his last name? Um, Ralphie, um, not Ralphie May. Uh-huh. It's Ralph, um, the Spanish dude. Damn. Bargazzi or something like that? No, that's Nate. Nate Bargazzi. I'm oh. talking about the Spanish dude. You know, I told that, you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Ralph, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just, Ralph, um, damn. It, Barbazio or something like that. Something like that. But, but, but he was talking, but he made me think, he was, he talking about drinkers. Uh-huh. And like, if, you could tell, like, he was like, maybe your your trauma makes alcohol taste better to you. <laughs> like he, he was talking about, he was like, he said he's got a friend, like he because he drinks. Right. So he was like, his friend has been going to therapy, and he was like, dog, we might not even like alcohol. Is what my therapist says, and he was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I think no, I like it. I, I like alcohol, <laughs> but he said he started to think about it. And he was like, well, maybe, like, the first time you get disappointed, maybe your, like, your, you know what I'm saying, your taste buds shift. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the things, you know what I'm saying, that first time, like, you played sports, but you didn't have a dad. So the first time you scored a touchdown and your dad wasn't there, maybe your taste buds <laughs> shifted a little bit. And he said, with, and that nigga said, with every first down, like, and you didn't even notice, you're not even a drinker yet. You ever ain't drink anything. You know what I'm saying? But when you start to drink, you're like, ah. Oh. Mm. But it made me think, it's like, damn, that is real because there's like two types of drinkers when it comes to shots. It's the person that takes the shot. Boom. Slams the shot. No reaction. Then there's the person that takes the shot and then they have all the reactions. Like, oh, 
and then ah. those are two different people. Yeah, it doesn't only. It's not only a testament of how much one drinks versus the other. It's about their psyche. A person that drinks and has no fucking reaction at all. That's a tough motherfucker. I would not run up on them in an alley. You know what I'm saying? They're drinking for survival. That's the bit. <laughs> They're drinking for survival. The person that is like... <sighs> They're drinking for fun. They're having fun. They're not depressed. Or for you like, know what I'm acceptance. You know yeah, what I mean? that, or yeah, socially. You know what I'm saying? But the person that can just pick up a, a, a shot glass and be like... Oh, no, mango, but they, they and, either, they... and not miss a beat. Not 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 a. You said they were drinking for what? I said survival. Right. So <laughs> my shit is that you know what I'm saying they either drinking for survival or or more in the sense of that. Damn, I lost my thought. <laughs> Finally, it was you and not me because I do that. Now you know how I have any idea what it, what that's like to do that on your own <laughs> podcast when it's just you. <laughs> Dog. I've done that multiple times. I can imagine me doing that. People yeah, don't right. understand that. The way, that's why I love editing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because shout. <laughs> yeah, need to shout out editing too because if not, yeah. my show would be fucking Man, terrible. I don't think any podcasters' uh, show would be shit without editing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the editors. What were we just talking about? What were we, <laughs> I, I want to find my thought, man. <laughs> Nigga, the fire your thought. You putting that shit on both of us? <laughs> like I yeah, lost no, it's, it with it's you. It's up to you to help me find it. Yes. <clears throat> I was trying to, but then I get I I go on tangents my damn self and lose myself. I don't even know what we were talking about, now, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> that was the gayest burp. Oh, that burp seemed like it was under duress. Like that, like somebody needed to rescue the burp. <laughs> like a burp was screaming for help. <laughs> Was that a burp or was that? Oh, are you scared? I, I, wish, I wish we could play that. Oh my god, yo. Like, it sounds like send a, me that as a sound bite. Like, that's gonna be something. Hey, and as soon as it came out, that was the, it was it was kind of like a pause moment because I was looking you right in your eyes. <laughs> Yo, that shit came out, yo, and that shit sounded like I a fart. I've known this nigga for fucking twenty plus years. <laughs> oh so my that god, was the weirdest sound I've ever heard come out that motherfucker in my life. And I swear it was just a burp. He knows it was a burp. Y'all might not know it was a burp, but that's what it was. Oh my god. Oh shit, I'm crying, dog. Remember, uh, forty? What was it? Forty-seven. Probably. Forty-seven minutes. I put a flag there, man. You know what I mean? Damn, my nigga. But that, but that's exactly what that shit sounded like. Oh man! Like a, and a, it's still, a, a it damsel in distress with the fucking topic that I lost. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like ten minutes ago. You know what I mean? What it was or what I was trying to say. And it was good shit, man. Like I feel, like, I feel like a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like a, a miscarriage or something. Like <laughs> it kind of is though, and I feel you on that. Cause I feel like uh, when we write, when we was writing raps and shit, 
eons ago. We need to get back onto that shit, by the way. I, I do it with the jokes and the fucking... The fucking, um... You really need to just continue with that shit, by the way, too, man. Oh, I'm, I've been writing, dog. I've been talking. It's coming. It's coming, because I'm going... I'm, because, I'm, yeah, I mean, and, but I, I want you to fucking perfect that first fucking set first... Oh yeah, you add anything you like to that it. shit, man. You like that, that shit, fucking. Man. I'm telling you, that first set was gold, man. And 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 it's there's so much more to it now because, but I haven't been. It's a lot of just premise. That's the way I started writing. It. How, yeah, it's just coming it, up exactly, with premise premises and, instead of like writing it all the way out. But at one point, and I got a I movie to, that I wanted to fucking. What to try to fucking. Make. Try and do like us be in it and recorded and shit. We don't gotta be in it. Uh, Thank God. By any means, but you know what I mean. Uh, just yeah. the premise of it. You know, what I mean? after I'm like, it. Okay, and you've already got the idea. You just need it. You just need dialogue and the, the screenplay. Is what you're saying? No, you need, but I, I, I kind of. It, it's a premise. Just like but it is a fucking like uh, uh, an end game, you know what I mean? Like what? What? So you know, this is the okay. you know, this is why it's funny. You know what? I but th- the why? What's the story that, that they? I that think you? that that's the sign of a good idea, because I've got I, dog. Shout out to Sylvester Stallone. I'm probably gonna get out of here in a second. Go a lot of niggas, man. I didn't know. I'm I'm green as fuck. I didn't know he wrote Rocky. What? I know, and, and and then I didn't know why he wrote Rocky. Yeah. That's then, a fucking great story. Dude. It really is, and and you know what I'm saying. And he got was, an Oscar for it. Yes, <laughs> you know for the writing Talk. of Rocky. Not no, not anything. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger said some real nigga shit. He was like, he's responsible for three of the greatest trilogies in action. Movie sure. like absolutely he, he did is. the Rocky series Rocky Rambo Rambo and Creed and isn't he isn't he responsible for the Expendables he no so he's not responsible for Creed I thought that that's where that shit it, I, it, so somebody else took his vision when 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 the, with the Rocky movies mm-hmm. and then decided oh I want to do Let's see what happened to Apollo a different story and oh that was Ryan um then that was Ryan uh Coogler then the the dude that did the that directed the movie then. yeah no yeah that it was, was somebody the, like that so he he was the one who said and then you know you just he just had to get fucking approval obviously from this nigga because it was his property and of course he did that's why he's, there's there's conjecture on the third one okay. Because was he involved? He was not. Okay. You know what I mean. And but they went one and two, he was for whatever reason. I don't know what the what the what the scuttlebutt between the two of them was. This nigga said scuttlebutt, man. Yeah, but I've been using some fucking words lately. Can That's because we know? work in and di- we work in mad like arenas, dog. Where we 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 be out there with the shocks, right? With it, the, it, with the fact, white when, man. When I release. Uh, the, Using jargon. The, the 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 next battle, which is uh, no matter of fact, I'm two battles out. So when I release um, Pharrell versus fucking Swiss Beats. Oh man. Which we recorded last night. You're gonna hear. It, it, I, we had the same because I started and then I was thinking about it too. I was like, damn, I'm fucking coming out with some words right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Isn't that like <laughs> we're we're like we're like cool ass nerds. We are so cool no, nerds because. To just to yourself. You didn't say that out loud. You just was like, I am coming out. It's right there. That's where your lighter is. So make sure you... No, I saw it, but that's what I'm saying. I saw a lighter here. And, and I like had that. just picked it up. 
<laughs> it was like that. It was sitting That's right there. That's probably what it was. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. But I didn't see this Isn't side. So when I saw this side, I said, this nigga got two lights. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But you know what's crazy? How the mind works. Did we make sure that he... Because I had just picked that up, literally. Like, I, maybe not even 10 seconds before you were looking for a lighter to fire this bitch back up. But I picked it up just because I was like, where's my lighter? It's just while we were talking. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, there it is. And then after we talked for like, I don't know how long, I just decided to pick it up. And then I saw you look for a lighter. But I've been seeing your lighter out the corner of my eye for the longest. And I'm like, why didn't this nigga, don't, why he don't see this lighter right here? This is wild fucking like deep dive into your mental. Shit. Just real you know quick like. And, you know what I mean? We've, and what's funny is that it started from uh, me losing what I was going to say about gonna the say. fucking shit. And the good and the bad of your mind. That fucking, trees. so look, if you listen to the last maybe, I would say five minutes. Of I'll this, go back as eight or nine. So from where that started to where we are right now, niggas is going to be like, damn, these niggas just went fucking Shh. on a trip. You know what I mean? Shh. Like, literally, that's what it sounds like, the niggas. I know what do. And look, so it, <clears throat> on top of that, you know what I'm saying? We're getting ready to... Later on, you know what I'm saying? On a total different shit, you're going to hear us talk about a whole other fucking topic and watch us do fucking wild shit on that. Yeah, man. And, and, and we appreciate y'all because this didn't even... I didn't even mean for this shit to be this motherfucking long. But, nigga, we, we really got to go, right? The only got to go and shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Probably, like... 10 to 15 minutes late from when you should have. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to have to get bike to the house. <laughs> but yeah, man. You got to um, get bike. Oh, nigga, that's, that's that Florida shit, nigga. Got B-Y-K-E. No, what y'all, uh, what, what's you and Alex shit? Uh, y'all be killing me with the, y'all be getting me with the little bow. <laughs> little bow. Little bow. That's that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, we go get up out of it, man. Bro, brother, man, bro, I appreciate you, dog. You the bit on the, like the last, you you, you kind of like uh, LeBron and them. You in the like last three of the last five oh, episodes. Nigga, you, know, you, admit, bro. you know how me and this nigga fucking had a fucking war. I want to say last night, me and that nigga bug. A word versus awesome LeBron versus MJ shit. Oh, because he stayed trying to convince me about fucking LeBron. I'm like. You know what's crazy? I'm going to say this, and I swear I'm going to end this episode. The only person you can put up against LeBron is KD. And and you've got... The only person you can put up against Jordan is Kobe. Because you have to go position for position. Everybody tries to do, like, points and shit. And how can... No. It's always got to be position he for take, position. He's trying to hit me with mad stats and shit. And I'm like... Mm, yeah. The, stats, no, now, it, stats it, matter. Like, stats matter. But, but this is this is my shit. And this is what I give him about fucking LeBron, right? LeBron is the, the greatest three guard. I fucks flat. with LeBron so fucking hard about it. You know what I mean? He's Magic Johnson because he's 17. such a, a he, you know what I'm saying? Imagine you know, somebody who came out of fucking high school and... and, and Watching my son, you know what I mean, it especially, it makes me fucking realize that when you come into uh, high school, think you're still a fucking idiot, and you don't know shit. About nothing. Now, think about what you're saying. The two people that we're putting up against Jordan, who went to college, yeah, are two high school niggas. True. 
both him and Kobe. Kobe, yes, exactly. from high yes. school to the league. And so to, to 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 know that somebody out of high school is that level fucking talented at anything and could do what the both of them have done and to be that level of maturity to all to fucking be able to to handle all that mm-hmm. and not fuck all up, the, you know what all I'm saying? The because Oh, they fucked even, up. They fucked up. Well, I mean, you know, but all, all the scrutiny, they still, but they're champions. Yes, I get what you're saying. Like, I understand. I understand exactly what you're and, saying. And, you know what I mean? That's, that's, my God. You that's know what greatness, mean? though. Yeah. That's why those two, Kobe, LeBron. But even, and when you talk about Jordan, you know what I'm saying? So, the, the thing that I learned about Jordan from the, the Last Stand fucking uh, documentary and shit is his mentality. You know what I'm saying, and when you when you realize that this this is the mentality, it's the prelude to the Mamba mentality. It, but exactly, but it, but it's the mentality of somebody who is going to be successful no matter what. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in their that's mind, that's why I love sports. And it, it's not even about sports. You know what I'm saying? No, it's but about that's why anything. I love sports because they're full of people, just yeah, like no, what you're talking about. Yeah, but with it, stories it, it's like so that. focused in your, and, and you know what I'm saying, and your Psyche. end goal. That there's nothing else existing in your world, and so it's Dog. fascinating as fuck. What did Yogi Bear say about sports? That nigga said, uh, uh, 80%. What do you say? Ninety percent of the game is mental. The other, the it's other like ten percent physical and ninety percent. No, no, no. That's what our coaches tell us. But he said, he said baseball is ninety percent mental. The other half is physical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker has so many like bars. Yogi Berra was a fucking low key genius and shit. And I'm gonna say this right before we end. Yankees, we're all geniuses. Bronx. No, that's not what I was gonna say. Yeah, shut that shit up, South nigga. Bronx. What I was gonna what, say what, what, is what, we started what? this shit out talking about Patrice O'Neill and we ended this shit talking about Yogi Berra, nigga. We some real ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, we on seven thirty podcast, nigga. We out. Look, there you have it. Another one in the books, but. I forgot with all the talking that we did, I didn't give you any clips from the actual elephant in the room special. I gave you pieces of the HBO special and pieces of the documentary, but I didn't give you any of elephant in the room. So before we sign off, here goes a couple of my favorite bits from that set. And y'all had, I hope y'all enjoy this. And I'm out. Thirty-five, five years. You know, how you feeling? You feeling? You feeling all right? <sighs> you feel like these young guys are, you know, you a football fan? It, all your, your whole life? You notice how football's whack now? Things are changing. It seems like. Look, this this may be old thinking. Okay. Now, when I came up, you a football fan? No. That's some, like. He's not. Like what, dude? Like. That shocked me. Like. Dudes are football fans. Oh, I don't just live too violent. Like, <laughs> like, football, it's not like the game. It, when I came up, dude, football was a gla- it was gladiators. It was angry. It was angry. It was just, like, when we hit somebody, when I played, if you hit somebody and he didn't get up, like, we didn't hold hands with the... <laughs> with the other team and pray, like hold hands and all, everyone prays for him to get up. We used to do a Indian 
like sell a hump dance circle around like look at you. Oh, 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 be like, and our crowd's like, he's paralyzed. That's right. Oh, oh, oh. We be looking for his mother crying, be like, that's right, lady. That's what you get for letting him out here with killers. He can't even wiggle his toes. Take his socks. Take his socks. And we would tie his socks around our helmet for the next week. Like the next team, they knew, oh, that's the team that be tying paralyzed niggas' socks around their helmets to scare them next week. And it ain't like, we were thinking about harming somebody. It's just that's what we did, right? Look at this guy, just, look at this fucking crew right here. You guys are hilarious. You okay, guy? You all right? You late for some tests you're gonna have at one in the morning? Huh, intelligence face? Are you a big football fan? You like football? Yeah. You are? Sort of? I don't think so. I think you saw me tease this guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us to understand, man, that you the future, okay? I'm done, but they're taking away... I'm a Neanderthal, okay? They're taking away what I used to just automatically think and feel, and now they're just taking it away from you, so that now even you look at dudes like me, like older dudes, and go, oh, you're... It's like self-policing. Men go, oh, that's not, you shouldn't. <laughs> like, inappropriate is a vaginal word. Like, that's not a word. <laughs> that is inappropriate. Like, is that coming from a man? Like, women say that. That's women's jobs. They say, that's just, that's... Like, that's... <laughs> men are supposed to do, we're here to do foul things and have you go, oh, but now what's, where's the balance? See, it's, 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 it's yin and yang. The balance, you, you gotta liven up. You gotta be a little more, is that your woman right there? See, she got, see how comfortable you are? You shouldn't be as comfortable as you are. You just, you can see him sitting up straight and you're just looking and he's just like, whatever you laugh at, I'll laugh at. It's not a good thing, brother. I feel it. Don't get mad at me now. He's like, fuck you, fat boy. Can't type or read, huh, fat man? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't know how to type, but I do know, I, I'm telling you. This is, this is, uh... Like, ladies, let's discuss, hey, look, let's discuss harassment <laughs> for a second. Let's just, you feel it a little bit? Like, let's just discuss it. Why can't... I harass you. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. I can never harass you, never. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking just. At the job. It's unfair that I can't harass you at the workplace. Like, <laughs> you looking how you looking, and I can't just a little something. 
that has to do, like, you got to be careful just to say, hey, you look beautiful today. That's how messed up the game is. I think you should be able to comment on any part of the body <laughs> that you see. If you, I'm serious. What's your name? What's your name? Jeannie. Now, Jeannie, no disrespect, but if I work with you, I should be able to walk in and go, oh, Jeannie, beautiful uh, titty meat you have there. <laughs> and, because I see that. But whatever the scientific term is, I'm looking at Mr. A 4.9 grade point average. What's the, what's the science term for uh, the titty meat? What's the actual? And it's not the cleavage. I mean, the cleavage is the space in the middle. I'm talking about the meat. The, the meat, the titty part. And I'm not being foul, just, you know, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Just so I can go through the rest of the day without pretending that I don't see. Which, which, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, let's work out a deal. Don't get me fired. <laughs> having women work with men, right, is like having a grizzly bear work with salmon. <laughs> Dipped in honey, like, so... Now, you dip the salmon in the honey, right? Grizzly bears, and the salmon get to walk through comfortable with honey and fish and... Good morning, grizzly bears. And the grizzly bears is like, hey, he can't even, he can't even growl, like, ah, what's up, fish? Oh my God, human resources, the grizzly bear just did grizzly bears. So, <laughs> so, like, I can't even go, hey, good morning, good morning, fish, good morning. Oh, I can't touch it, like, oh, look at that. Oh, let me just get a little bit of that fish, a little bit. Get that honey, oh my God. Fish and honey, man, that's my favorite. Usually I kill fish and eat them and stuff, but I just wanted to just rub that, rub a little bit of that. God damn. That's oppressive, like you shouldn't even, and there's cameras everywhere, you can't do like weird stuff behind a back, like. Why would it be disrespectful I said, what's your name? Ter Terrell, if I go, hey Terrell, we work together. And I go, Terrell, hey, do me a favor, let me know when you're getting up to go to the bathroom so I can sniff your chair. <laughs> because it's sexual, but that keeps me from being... Like, I think, look, I think there should be a holiday, uh, for lack of a better word, harassment day, but not... That sounds whatever, but I mean a day where I get to find out. Like, because... And this is why it should be harassment day, because women get to be inappropriate sexually all the time. You get to be inappropriate. And when I say inappropriate, I mean say hello to me 
too close. Hi. <laughs> or some weird massage because you think we're friends and you, good morning, little kiss. And he's just like, oh, oh, boy, oh, boy, 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 boy. And you think in your head, man, I wonder if I, I wonder if I, I don't know. Well, harassment day allows you to be able to ask all year. I say the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a beautiful day, flowers and everything. You buy her flowers, you're just real cool. You walk up, you're respectful, you say, hey, how are you? You know, good afternoon, Terrell, happy harassment day. <laughs> And you just like say, listen, I was wondering all year if you would suck my dick in a broom closet. <laughs> and you just be like, no, thank you, I'm not. And you'd be like, I'm, thank you, keep the flowers. I just thought, <laughs> I made a mistake. I thought you was a hoe all year. I was confused. I thought you was a hoe, but you're not. <laughs> Men don't say nothing like that to muscle you, man. That's, that's, you know, I can't go, look, we've been going out for a week now. It's, 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 uh... <laughs> it's time for you to roll these panties down, cause... <laughs> it's been too long. I've been buying you drinks, and you got to either shit or get off the pot. But when your woman loves you, it's very difficult to get past that, man. A woman's love is so beautiful, man. It's not, men's love is not as beautiful. It ain't pure, because it's a work, it's job. I look at my, oh, man. I want to call out sick from love. I'd be like, damn. But she's sleeping right there. I'd be wanting to give the call in sick voice. I can't make it to love you today. I got to. Play that over your vagina just in case it kills me. I'm sorry, what did you say? And we see that face like nothing. Forget it. Don't even pretend I didn't see that. I'd rather die than to insult my way out of some pussy. I'd rather just get what you got. Black women do stuff to get hit. Like, they make you want to hit them because they be in your face, like they can whoop your ass. You be like, I'ma put this bitch through a fish tank. Than it is to find love, I swear to God. Women hold down, they, you gotta be smooth to get, I'm telling you, to get through that because women are like the beef eaters from uh, England with the big hats and them dudes be, <laughs> who goes there? You trying to like charm your way into the palace and you just be like, Tickle, tickle, baby, tickle, tickle. And she's just, you're not gonna get through. Oh, come on. And, and that's skill. Women don't, you don't have it because you don't need it. You don't have to have swagger to get something tonight. You don't. You can just point at it. You can look at a guy, right, catch his eye and go like this and he go me and then you just point right there. And don't be sexy. Don't be like, ooh, just, just, Okay, 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 I'm, I'm, one more.
One last one. Men like to fish. And sport fishing is different from catching fish for food. You just get it, you get it, you catch it, and you, you know, you, you show your friends. Because <laughs> you want them to know that you, you can catch fish. You take a couple of pictures so you can show people the fish that you have the ability to catch. And then you release it back into the water. But a lot of women in here, you have boyfriends or husbands, you were fish that jump back on the boat. <laughs> and just was like flapping, looking at me like. Hi. I was wondering if you're gonna be fishing here again next week, like. for other fish. Get off my boat. <laughs> Is that how you treat all the fish? You'd be like, oh, god damn. Nope, I'm sorry, sweetie. You're the last fish I ever wanted to be with. Now you stuck. Stuck with the last fish who was loving you and fighting hard to be on your boat. Then she got comfortable, and now she, instead of doing this, she's like, so we've been together for like, a year now, why do you still have a boat? You'd be like. <laughs> so what's she trying to say, I can't catch fish no more? Why do you need to catch a fish? <laughs> because if I lose my ability to catch fish, then you're not gonna find me sexy no more. So you gotta smell fish on me so that you know I can catch fish so you can act right. <laughs> Hey, and that's my time. I appreciate every single one of y'all. Y'all have a good week. Good weekend, good day. I don't know, whenever y'all listen to this, I'm out. I don't know, I just bought this baby cash. <laughs>